Greetings, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining the Startup Grind Jacksonville Chapter our virtual event, continuing Transformational Women in Leadership Month in May for us. And this is something that I wanted to do because during this pandemic, a lot of us have been trying to think of innovative ways how to be creative, how to be sustainable, how to make sure that we can maintain what, not what we had, but embark into something new. So in this time, we know that customers have shifted. Our faith just has been stretched to capacity. You know, like what we gonna do, what's gonna happen next. You know, business is not being conducted as usual anymore. So we got to find a strategic shift, a strategic way to find where our customers are now. So I have an amazing colleague of mine in the Startup Grind family along with me. She's in the state of Florida, but she's in Palm Beach, um, Florida, which is further south. And we started connecting. I was going through the directory and I was looking, um, trying to plan a state event together. And when I started delving into each of the chapters, what they did outside of Startup Grind, I said, she does mobile app technology market. I'm like, what? about this during this season so i am so honored and pleased that she accepted my invitation to be our transformational women in leadership for mobile app technology marketing she's the marketing director of civil logic in palm beach florida but i don't know she she got might have some surprises for us tonight so you all got to be ready and be in the room for this amazing opportunity I virtually introduce the some and present the others no other than Alice Figueroa, the chapter director of Palm Beach, Florida for Startup Grind and the marketing director of Civil Logic. Thank you, Alice, so much for joining us tonight. Thank you, Theresa, for welcoming me. Such an amazing welcome and inviting me. I'm excited to be here and tackle all your questions. Listen at you, but before <laughs> we do that, who we need to answer a question first. Who is Alice? Besides the marketing director, the chapter director of Palm Beach County, who is Alice? Well, um, as you said, I'm the, I work for the Silver Logic. It's a software development company. I am, well, big, a bit of a background about myself. I, am a, a West, I was born in Venezuela, raised in Peru. And I moved to the U.S. five years ago. I love it over here. Florida is an amazing state to live in. And, uh, well, I'm just excited to continue my journey in this, this great America. Awesome. So how did you get introduced to Startup Grind? I'm just curious. So it's, it's a funny story. I was uh, in another event in Fort Lauderdale, which is just an hour uh, down South Florida from where I'm located. And the past uh, chapter director for the um, Miami chapter uh, talked to me and he was like, hey, you, you know the, the community, you're very, very well involved. So why don't you like explore Startup Grind? Now I was like, what is Startup Grind? <laughs> <laughs> so he just uh, gave me information of who to reach out. Um, I did some research and decided to why not start or reactivate the chapter of Startup Grind, uh, Palm Beach, because it used to exist and then it was just left alone for a couple of years. So I just decided, I decided to get it started again. Wow, your, your story sound like mine with Jacksonville. <laughs> um, someone introduced, you know, 
and mentioned it to me because they saw again how I was engaged with the community, especially with startups and entrepreneurs and working with the Chamber of Commerce, the Small Business Development Center at UN University of North Florida in Jacksonville, um, several other entrepreneurial groups. And they proposed the idea to me. I had to apply a couple of times. And then I didn't know, like you, they had a chapter. And all of a sudden, it just went dormant. Couldn't find, you know, I said, well, what type of events did they do? And I, I didn't see very much, but I said, okay. I had to rebuild the chapter. And in that rebuilding, I kind of feel like with our experience on how we had to rebuild the chapters from Startup Grind, we're in that process in that phase right now with this pandemic. It's not rebuilding a chapter. We're trying to rebuild our entire life, how we work, how we live, and how we play. So I feel that I guess all the Startup Grind chapter directors are experts at that, especially with us having to re relaunch a chapter. So in doing so, Allison, in your industry, in your field from your community in Palm Beach and your chapter and with Civil Logic with the clients you work with, how are you helping them or what problems are you hearing them saying about marketing, you know, different strategies? Because we can't do what we used to do. Definitely. Like right now we are in a very hard time. Um, we're just, the my own company, we're even trying how can we reach out to people? We used to just go out to events. That was our main lead generation. And just talking to humans because that's uh, what gets you to sell, the human connection. Mm -hmm. Now you don't have that. <laughs> so how do you reach out to them? There's, of course, the idea of SEO, SEM, but not many have thought about just the app development structure and how it can give you or increase your sales and give you an extra step uh, of access to your customers. Because app development is not only for internal uh, tools that you need to manage your company, but it's also for um, gaining access, um, generate additional sales, reduce marketing costs, because you can have, uh, it's cheaper to do uh, message, uh, push messages on your phone. So it has a lot of um, benefits. So, that's so, so with, the, with, the, with that, what you just said, Alice, not to cut you off, knowing the time that we're in and a lot of small business owners, you know, they're applying for specific amounts for PPP or for the emergency loans or for the grants. And some people are probably using some stimulus money. Some of them getting what they ask. Some of them are not. So what type of budget will a business owner or a startup would need for them to even pursue an app development um, marketing strategy plan with, with you and Silver Logic? So it all depends on your, it's an investment. So okay. it all depends on how much are you willing to put into a table to make it happen. You can choose an offshore team that is probably gonna be cheaper. The only issue with that is gonna take you longer. If you choose a local team, it's gonna, be less time to develop it and right now you don't want to waste too much time developing something outsource because time is the only thing you don't have right every day you don't have the time to get a lead because you're in your house you're taking care of your health your employees health 
everyone is just being more careful into just distancing themselves. And uh, an app can cost, it all depends on how many features you want. That's how we work in our company. It's uh, what are your goals? What is uh, your MVP, minimal valuable product? And depending on what's the minimum that you need to launch the app that is gonna help you um, manage your audience or reach your audience is what is gonna cost. So we have had developed applications that cost uh, 15,000 to 200,000. So wow. app development is not only a toy, like a game that you say, oh, I'm gonna give my kid a, a, the phone with an app, that's an app. But an app can actually do a lot for a company. That's, those are the ones that range on the upper high, there's like the 200,000 that, that costs. But that's a different level for usually like startups or someone that starts, it all depends on what they're looking for and their understanding of what they're gonna get out of it. So with the MVP, the minimum viable product that you mentioned, what if a startup just want um, an app to like either introduce products or services they have revamped through push notifications only, not nothing with all the bells and whistles. Is there a type of automated push notification through mobile app marketing that a startup can, you know, the basics that they can get started with and then gradually grow? Yeah, there are several uh, off the shelf uh, applications that are SMS automated. So you can, you don't need to build an app to get those SMS pushed out to the audience. Exactly. You can just, if you Google SMS automation, there's going to be a lot of companies that can offer that for a lower cost and you don't need to invest so much into creating an app. If your goal is to just reach out an audience through an SMS, then you can do that. But if you want to push notification from an app, then you need an app. So, ooh, so that's the difference. So SMS text notification automation is different from push yes. notification. You can have the both in one, but if you are someone who is starting, why not just go for something that is inside of your MVP? You just need the minimal to prove the concept. Once you prove the concept, you can go ahead and do the bigger investment. So I would recommend to just go to the Google, search SMS automation. It's gonna give you a list of companies, reach out to each of them, um, quote with them, to make the right decision, always research before you buy, because otherwise you're gonna be blinded. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and it's not expensive. It should cost, um, I think it's like four cents or two cents per SMS. So okay. it's not a big expense. Okay. So is that something Civil Logic does with the SMS automation, text automation, or the push notifications? That's something that what we do is more customized. So okay. we do custom software and application development. That's more something that we wouldn't recommend you to do with us because it's cheaper to do it outside. We don't want our clients, even though it sounds silly, but if someone comes and tells me, oh, I wanna do an app that, I don't know, has someone a few months ago came to us and they were like, I want an app that shows emojis that are for a uh, certain religion. And we were like, okay, that sounds interesting. Let me do the research. We did the research. And the next day we saw that it exists. 
mm -hmm. already exists. So if we had to tell the client it already exists, do you want to pursue it or not? We would not tell you, hey, yeah, let's do it, knowing that it already exists and it wouldn't go somewhere. So in the same case, we wouldn't push anyone to do um, an automation SMS unless they want to do it for their CRM and they're a big corporation. Wow. So let me ask, so what you mentioned about researching. So what um, AdWords or Google Words do we need to be using to research to um, get to this information? Because that's one thing, even in my own business, I always push startups and individuals, you have to research to see what's out there. So you're not duplicating, but a lot of people do not know you know, what words or keywords or add words to use to come up with the results necessary for them to um, conduct that extensive research. So give me an example. Walk me through how I would Google search about SMS automation and push notifications. Find those companies that does that. Well, the fun thing about Google is that whatever you question you have, it's going to answer it. So the same way you just asked me, you just say um, companies, uh, offering SMS automation or um, push notifications. Got it. Got it. And it should naturally give you ads that are the companies that are offering the services. Gotcha. So for example, if I were the person looking for this service, I would just Google it, click all the ads, and then schedule an appointment with, with all of them. Once I have that appointment, I can do more or less understand what they're actually offering they will they will make that extra step and that extra effort of explaining you in detail what you need to know so that's like a free class they're giving you on what they're offering and what is sms automation that's good that's good to know so from does Silver Logic affiliate with any of the companies that does the SMS um, automation or push notification, or do you all have a short list or the best top list that you know that's um, you would feel comfortable recommending to uh, someone who's interested in starting at that level? Um, I there's one that is actually very close to our office. It's called Three C Interactive. And they do messaging. Okay, interesting. Not um, is that separate from um, chatbot messaging? Uh, yes, that's okay. different from chatbot messaging. Good, good. So, Alex, with that being said, with mobile marketing, you know, told us where our um, where our startups and individuals who are new to mobile app technology and new to mobile app marketing. Um, where they can start with the SMS automation and push notification because I noticed Eventbrite has that option as well. When you host events and you put it on their page, they have an opt-in option where you can send out text message reminders of your events. So with Silver Logic, with the customization that you all do and provide, what would a person, what level, let me say, what stage of a business level um, on the business side, because it's early startup, emerging, growing, or scaling business. In other words, what is Silver Logic typical customer persona? So, for example, right now we're working with a laser tag removal company, mm -hmm. and they, even though it doesn't sound technology, the name, mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's just beauty, uh, a beauty company, uh -huh. they are 
investing a big chunk of money into revamping their technology. But why? Because they need to just be able to reach out their customers in a engaged, in more engaging way. And that's where we actually implemented for their appointment. Whenever they, they get the, uh, the clients come over to start to say, okay, I'm going to come Tuesday. And then on every other day before the appointment, they get an SMS on their phone with appointment uh, time, who's going to be responsible, how much time buffer they have, what is going to be the, the extra cost if they don't come and the penalty if they come late or not. So all of those information, it's customized and we did that for that client, but because they are in a bigger stage and customizing that type of SMS is more valuable to them and they can afford having that type of customization. Versus having someone physically to call them and remind them of the appointments and stuff, pretty much how exactly. that used to be done in the beauty industry. It sounds similar to um, Stasi because um, those people that don't know, I am a licensed cosmetologist and I was on the front end when they were working on trying to create a, a booking scheduling app system for stylists because they were always on their phones. They never use a desktop. They never use a laptop or iPad. That's like Greek to them. But that cell phone, they keep it on them 24-7. So that's exactly. how their clients reach them. That's how they get messages. That's how they communicate. So it's that's interesting that that company um, has taken it to that level. So that's good to know for a beauty industry. So for someone who's already in business or someone who um, wants to talk, have a conversation mm -hmm. about should I do an app or should I not? Is that something Civil Logic does? In other words, have that brainstorming session with the startup to help them make that decision. Yes, we work with startup and in, like from startups to enterprises. We like to work with all kinds of levels of businesses mm -hmm. because every single one of them has different levels of engagement. Mm -hmm. When we work with startups, it's a very one-to-one -one engagement all the time getting together because we don't commit on just developing an app or a piece of software for them and say bye good luck with it mm -hmm. we are actually involved with them so we become part of the company um, we are invested into making them so successful because if we help them be successful that means they're going to come back to us in the future and invest on more technology because all startups are in a way or another involved in technology they need or a website they need an app they need an API, they need a, like a complete new CRM because the ones out of the shelf are not sufficient. So there are multiple ways a startup can definitely come to us and we can help them. Okay, you use a, a lot of acronyms. So let's, let's break these acronyms down for those individuals that do not know. So you mentioned API, what is that? API basically is, it, it connects the information from your platform and your software to another. It's like a key. So if um, your payment processing needs to have an API that connects to, let's say PayPal. Okay. That, and that's the connector that puts the, your platform for um, your checkout provider mm -hmm. and PayPal to be all together. 
That's cool. Now, CRM, that's your customer Is relationship it? management system, right? The Got CRM, it. yes, exactly. Got it. Awesome. Yes. So I'm, I'm thinking of what you said, because like I have a, a independent appointment booking site, and I noticed I had this big, long API alphanumeric um, letter look like it was twice as long as the alphabet. <laughs> but when I but when I gave it to my website developer, he knew exactly what to do with it. So when you go to services on my website where it say book now and you click book now, it goes straight to my calendar booking site. I don't have to provide a separate link for that. So that's it's it's, it's the connector between what you wanna connect it with and what you have. So with that being said, then what is Zapier? So I was, somebody was trying to get me in there and they was telling me the same thing you were saying, where it connects stuff. It wasn't connected with me. Cause I, <laughs> so I, I, and I know I see it a lot on different platforms that um, Zoom has it. I've seen it on Eventbrite. I've seen it on um, some other things that I was, um, you know, it's researching and exploring. I'm like, why is, what is that here? And, um, and I was trying to figure out. Now, one thing by me, I will try, Alice. But when they get too technical, I'm like, look, this is not my life. It's <laughs> not my life. So with the, um, with the connector, with the API, because that's on the individual um, products and services. But I'm being told Zapier connects all of that. Zapier? Yeah, that's it, Zapier. I've never heard of them. Yes, because I mean, I'm like, what? Is, and they said the same thing you just said. It connects all your stuff. It connects your booking to a moment to your website. You it connects to this. Uh, exactly. You and you, Zoom was the actual one that told me that because when I was trying to set up my webinars, because you know, some people want to do fee-based webinars, mm -hmm. Zapier was one of those options until I actually had to call Zoom and they said, you don't need that. Let me show you how to just connect PayPal directly to, I said, Thank you. Simple, I'm good with. Complicated, it's a bit much. So in doing all of this, and as these individuals are planning, and they're getting ready, and they want to launch, and they're hearing all this content, they're doing a lot of researching, what, what hope can you give them on when they get so many doors closed, or they can't get it launched and off the ground? Because we know in entrepreneurship, there is no playbook. Everything is learned trial and error. So as a marketing director and dealing with mobile app technology and the customer experience engagement that you have, what advice can you give to those individuals to help or some tips or some resources to help them, you know, keep the bread, in other words, keep going after the breadcrumbs until they get to the dental table that they're looking for? So for example, if you already have an app mm -hmm. and you say, okay, I already have it, I already launched it, I don't know what's going on. There are many free tools you can have that is gonna help you understand better what's going on with your app. So for example, there is Inaptix. It helps you understand exactly how people use your app, um, which screens they spend the most on, which buttons they press and what hours they're most active, like a, like a heat map. There's now, also say that, um, that, um, that, um, app, um, that platform, that resource again, it's called in app ticks. 
Got it. Okay, yes. got it. And there is also Ab Annie. And that one is close to what Inaptics is. Mm -hmm. um, they call themselves the leader, leaders in app marketing data and analytics. And they're really good to understand um, your product, your audience, and your market. They help you just cover those grounds that is also free to use. Okay. So it all depends on what you're looking for to understanding your app. Got it. That's for people with existing apps. Yes. Okay. And if you have a website, let's say you're an entrepreneur, you're not sure the app is for you, um, but you have your website and you still want to offer your services or you still want to offer something else um, or product, you can use the tool hot, called Hotjar. And Hotjar is a free heat map that lets you uh, for free. It runs a heat map on your website. That means whenever someone hovers over something, clicks or scrolls down, you can see all that action being tracked under your heat map. Wow. It also offers a multiple of other features. So feel free to just jump into it and gain all that knowledge that is basically for free. But another thing that I was uh, remembering is that if you have an app, you can also show ads. That's another revenue whenever you create an app. You already have it. Why not run ads and get some money out of it? For that, I would suggest just talk to your developer and he's going to be able to connect you, connect you with um, probably like Google does, does that. Google runs ads on, on, app, on your app if you offer it the option. So okay. just it's a bit of research on how to do all the connections that can be done very easily. So show ads on your mobile app. So in other words, like billboard advertising. Yep. That you can offer to other businesses owners who don't have an app. Exactly. So for example, if um, you right now, as you know, if you go to a website, there is cookies that follow you and show you ads. Mm -hmm. The same way happens on applications. And you can also target applications. So for example, you have an app that is for kids. Let's say you, it's a game for kids under, from the age of two to five. And then someone says, okay, I have another app for kids that I wanna um, publicize. So parents download it. I'm gonna do ads on this other app that is also for kids because I already have the audience in there. I already have the parents going in there and playing the games with the kids. Mm -hmm. So why not run an ad of my app that is similar to this app on that on on the on the same platform? That's interesting. Hmm. That is so interesting. So how would you pitch? How would a startup pitch to a company to run ads on their advertising? It's already in Google. If you select um, what you're looking for, it would publish. It will share it for you. If you already have, if you're the owner of the app, Google allows you for you to run ads inside of it. Oh. If you want to run ads inside of an app, Google allows it too. Okay, so that's similar if you're going to do run a promotion like on Facebook or Instagram if you hosted it in me. Exactly. You can target the same way that you can target by companies. Mm -hmm. You can also target by apps. Awesome. So what about advertising on like the OTP network, like Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, um, 
those digital platforms that um, a lot of people are moving towards and they're cutting the cable cord. Like the middleman, you mean? Yes. Like Amazon kills the middleman. It's just from... <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know, I know. My husband's mom uh, used to be one of those middlemen and then Amazon took over and yeah, life. Right. So I know I've saw a few, I'm seeing a few people, they're exploring um, Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, either to um, advertise. Um, I'm researching stuff on Twitch. I heard about advertising on TikTok. I'm like, are you serious? So <laughs> it all depends on your audience. Yeah. If you're looking to target the millennials mm -hmm. or I don't know what's the next generation named, but that I think it's gener generation Z. Okay. If you want to target the Z, then go for TikTok. Definitely. Okay. But you need to make sure that what you're offering is for that audience. If you are targeting someone in their 40s, don't go to Instagram and don't, don't go to TikTok. <laughs> You're not going to get a single sell in there unless it's clothing or flowers or something targeted to that age specifically or the reason of people going into those apps. If you're, you, if you're selling something fun, mm -hmm. of, sure, of course, go to TikTok. If you're selling books, don't go to TikTok. <laughs> That you know what that's good to know. So how would um is there a specific site that um, entrepreneurs or startups can go to to find out you know which are the best platforms to advertise certain products and services based on the generational um, uh, phases like your baby boomers, your Gen Xs, your Gen Zs. I don't, I don't think there is a specific one, but it's more or less. Um, a bit um, a mix of general knowledge and okay. what your audience is and knowing the platforms and just research mm -hmm. because you know that certain age more mature people are on LinkedIn mm -hmm. parents are more on Facebook and um, the Millennials are on Instagram and Z generation are on TikTok <laughs> so it's basically I, I know this because I've been exploring and I see all these platforms and I spend all my time in these platforms just mm -hmm. promoting the, the different startups that we have and um, the companies itself so awesome. it's just go into it spend time have a feeling of what the platform is offering and who is in there and then go for it and share it because everyone is going to tell you, oh, yes, Facebook is for millennials when it depends on what type of millennials are looking for. That's true. It's not like I'm not, I have my Facebook profile. I haven't touched it in years. <laughs> so if you're targeting me, I'm going to say good luck. And I'm on Instagram 24 7. Wow. That's cool. That's good to know. Wow. That is amazing. I've heard of Hot Job before, but I never knew what it meant but that that truly helps um and also hot jar can possibly help a startup if the if those visitors are not visiting certain services on their page it might be something they may either need to revamp or a relaunch um for a different um interest after they do their research first exactly always do research first have a feeling and then do the investment and when you do the investment, another key factor that we have seen with uh, several startups in our area 
that just ask me same questions for marketing mm -hmm. that I just let them, I just offer my, my help on that area is if you are going to develop an app and you're sure it's going to work, always do the less you can, as we were talking uh, beforehand, the MVP mm -hmm. and launch it, test it out. And then if you want to keep investing, if you want to just push it out there, keep doing it. And then while you're, creating the app, you're probably going to have to pivot your whole idea. Your whole startup is going to change. Mm -hmm. It's never going to be a static idea and you're going to get it. You're gonna, you have to be uh, able and welcoming the idea of changing your audience, pivoting the whole business plan and just knowing that whatever you thought it was going to be at the beginning is not what it's going to be at the end because it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm so sure. Yes, I'm so glad you said that because a lot of business owners, they think, okay, this is the ideal I want. This is the way I know it's supposed to go. This is how I want to do it. And then when they run into a monkey rich, they don't want to pivot. They want to still keep doing that's going down that same path, but you're going to constantly keep running the wall. So I'm so glad you said that. And a lot of them are leery about um, testing their ideal and product because they thinking people are going to steal it. But exactly. Everyone is like, no, I cannot launch it. It's not ready. No, I can't next month. I need to do this. I need to do that. It doesn't matter. Just get it out there and test it out. Everyone has the same idea. Mm -hmm. Like look over and then you have Lyft. They yeah. came out at the same time. Both of them are successful. Some like one, some, some like the other a bit more, but it's, it's the same idea no matter where you are in the world it doesn't matter if you had the idea it's all about taking the action and making it happen first and welcoming change i love that now that is taking action making it happen and welcoming change those are three um mantras that all of us need to live by every day especially during this time but i just really enjoy just learning the, the resources the apps the key terms because I hear it used a lot, but for me, I need to have an analogy so I can connect. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what that means. So if I'm asked the question, at least I can give them a good analogy to say, well, do you know how so-and-so does this? So last but not least, are you thinking about creating an app for your chapter in Palm Beach? I'm just curious. <laughs> I don't think that's the, the way to get it. Like not, not to get, but to get more people to join the channel. Because everyone is more like app development. StartupGrind has so many things to offer. Yes, it already has the, like, the app to register everyone. It already has the platform. It has invested so many bunches of money, like chunks. Yes. So I don't think I could ever compete with them. <laughs> I guess not. Um, because I know I noticed they have a new partner called Freshworks. And they partnered up with a lot of chapters because I spoke with the young men. And I thought, I think, the, think it's really cool. Um, I love the membership opportunity that's given startups, you know, the access monthly um, with investors, with mentors, you know, to really get the help that, that goes a little bit further than what the Small Business Development Center does, what the Chamber of Commerce does. Because I just see those platforms are just information-driven, you know, pushing content through. For me, with Startup Grind, it's 
you get in this information, but then they're they're forcing you, like your word, pivot. They're forcing you to do that in that minimum viable product. They're forcing you to test it, and they're constantly innovating. So, in your startup grind community and what you do with Silver Logic, how does the two marry each other? Do they work? Or do they? Or do they differ? Um, there, I would say one goes with the other very nicely. The synergy is very good because I see that our community in the Boca Raton area and the Palm Beach mm -hmm. is good, but the entrepreneurial community lacks some help. We have, uh, we're very thankful that we have like Tech Runway and Palm Beach Tech over to just help the community revamp, but we don't have that type of meetings and mentors that people can go to and be like, hey, I'm a startup. Um, I have a speaker that's going to talk about SEO for startups. Mm -hmm. Let me go in and talk to him and ask him for advice. There is not that option to be able to talk to other entrepreneurs. It's a very, a lot of entrepreneurs that I've talked to have told me it's a very lonely journey because you don't know with who you should talk to whenever there is a problem. When everything is good, you can talk to everyone. But when right. things get tough, you don't know if you should talk to your investors because you wanna, don't want to scare them off. You don't want to talk to your family because you don't want them to feel like you're a failure. You don't want to talk to your friends because you want them to push you up and help you to be like, you can do this. Yes, you're an amazing entrepreneur. You're doing all well. But you need to have a community of entrepreneurs who are able and welcoming the idea of just opening themselves and their experiences. And I think Startup Grind is what is making this happen. And it's what is going to thrive our community of entrepreneurs to actually become more a tech hub than what we are right now. That's amazing. I, I like your perspective on that because the ecosystem in, um, in my community in Jacksonville, they're very conservative, a lot of silos, a lot of different groups, uh, different interests, different generational levels, like crazy. They, they, it's like I call it a bowl of salad. I mean, it's just <laughs> mixed all in and everyone has their own language. But my mainly demographic following for the chapter have been women. Last year I did the um, analytics, it was 78% women, 22% men. So that made me flip with my team. Okay, I need to reduce the number of women on my team and add more men on my team to, to kind of have a balance between the two. And most of the um, attendees have been service professionals. So that's why I have been so adamant of pushing service professionals to try to take their intellectual property and to make it something digital, like a digital, like a mobile app or ebook or online courses, you know, thing or podcasting, things of that nature, um, YouTube videos, where they can, you know, be able to monetize, still do what they do, but use additional products. But some of them are so introvert, they don't want to do videos, they don't want to do, you know, they don't want to talk. They like that people engagement. And that's where um, inspired me to want to do the transformation of women in leadership. Because one thing about women, we may have our own fears and um, introvert moments, but when it's time to show up, we show up. 
because we know something is at stake, something has to change. You know, we're not, you know, certain women are not the type to sit back and just allow whatever happens, you know, have the ball fall and fall. We're not going to do that. So I just um, wanted to have this opportunity just to share about who you are, what you do at Silver Logic. Love the strategies and the tips and the resources and how you're building your community on Palm Beach and Boca Raton, Florida. And uh, I'm looking forward to an amazing relationship. And I can't wait till we put together our state event. That's going to be huge. That's going to be Thank so you very huge. much. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm looking forward for that. And thank you for inviting me. It's been a pleasure being here with you. Yeah. So, so far, we don't have any questions. I guess I kind of asked all the questions for everybody. Because I was, <laughs> I just know, even though I'm the host, I'm learning too at the same time. And that's a lot of times people, when they're facilitating events, they don't they don't know how to take the hat down from being the host and be kind of like an attendee so you can get that knowledge. So you can be able to reciprocate it, to share it, to push it on. And normally that's what I do. After each of my events, I do a recap. You know, I rub it in their face. You didn't come. You should have been in the room. <laughs> But Alice, the, before we get off of to eat this evening, what would be your call to action or your hope, hope hour advice for women, you know, who's taking on those transformational, um, I call them um, boss moves, because that's what they're doing. Some people are recreating stuff out of this pandemic. What is your last call to action for hope for them? I think it would be, don't be scared of, pivoting and take action today i love it don't be scared of pivoting take action today all right thank you so much alice for your time being in the virtual room with me in um, jacksonville florida you in palm beach spoke over time everyone we have just heard an amazing had an amazing hope hour conversation with the illustrious mobile app marketing queen miss alex for Transformational Women Leadership Month. She is, she not the last, she's the last speaker for the month of May, but she is not the least. She has brought it to a perspective how we need to transition and keep moving forward. We don't know what the future will hold, but I mean her words, don't be scared of pivoting. Just take that lead and I'm gonna put a tagline on it. Be like Nike, just do it. Just so do thank it. you, yeah, just do it. All, what, what harm is going to do? At least you'll know what to fix when you do it. So I want to thank um, Allison for her time this evening. Thank everyone for listening and watching. And we look forward, look forward to planning this big Startup Grind Florida event. You all got to stay on the lookout. Follow Startup Grind Jacksonville chapter, Startup Grind Palm Beach chapter. We're going to be rolling this out. Trust me, we are planning it for the whole state so we can virtually come together and really provide that support for startups and entrepreneurs while like alice said that they can actually have a conversation when things go wrong so we know what to do next so thank you all for watching and listening thank you alice for being um my guest speaker for um the month of may and i look forward to seeing you soon thank you and the same see you soon awesome thank you everyone have a great evening